Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. So, we just came off of a whole week of, well, six days, in a week, of... Um, talking about lyrics because I felt like we hadn't taken too much of a dive into lyrics and lyrics, um, arguably my number one passion, because if there's anything that I think is really lacking, um, is good lyrics. It's so hard to find good lyrics in my opinion and, uh, finding like good melodies and cool chord progressions and cool music and music that's musically interesting is in my opinion, at least much more easy to find than a really good lyric. Uh, so I'm passionate about that. I want, I want us as, you know, the next generation or, you know, whatever we may be in age to, uh, to really increase the quality of lyrics. But now we're moving on and today we're going to address a little bit of a different topic uh, since we zoned in on something really practical um, and really, uh, I don't know what the word is, but you know, very um, specific maybe. So, So today we are going to talk about practice. And how playing is not practicing, which might sound obvious, um, but I think a lot of us can fall into this trap, myself included. And that's, um, we'll sit down and we'll get to the piano or the guitar or anything we do really and play. And we'll play the same three songs we know really well that we enjoy playing, songs we think are really awesome. And then we'll do that for a half an hour or so, playing those songs, and we'll say, yep, good round of practice today. But playing is not practicing, and that's just playing, right? If I just if I just sort of sit down and play a song, is that practice? Like, by a very loose definition, maybe, it can be a part of practice, but if you're just going through the same motions, you're not actually improving, right? And practice at the at the core is intentionally working to get better. Right? So let's break that down a little bit. The first part is practice is intentionally working. So you have to be intentional about it. And being intentional is is attacking the things that you know you need to improve. So if you just play through a song and maybe you get through the bridge and you didn't play it super perfectly because that's kind of the hard part of the song and then you say, oh, well, let's go through the whole song again in 10 minutes. I'll do my other two songs first. And then just playing through the song again. That's playing. Practicing would be noticing, hey, I have a hard time on that bridge. And then you work on the bridge. Maybe you get out your metronome and you set it at a slower tempo and really work on getting it right and then slowly speed up the tempo until you can get it right at the right 
tempo. And let's say that this is a song that you're playing and singing. Maybe it's a song you've written. Um, since, of course, this is songwriter theory, um, not song player theory. Um, you know, maybe even just, you know, getting the piano down first at a slower tempo. And then eventually bring the tempo all the way up. Now you've got the piano part down. And then you decide to put the vocal back in. See if you can now sing the vocal and maintain playing it correctly at the right tempo and it feeling natural um, for that part that you were was your weakness. And that's really what practice is. And it, of course, doesn't have to look specifically like that. There's many ways to attack that problem. The idea is, though, that you zoned in on something that you knew needed improving and you did something about it. You didn't just keep playing it hoping that it got better magically, right? So if you ever played a sport as a kid, or if you have kids and they play sports, or you have any awareness whatsoever of sports practice in general, we had a thing called scrimmage, right? Was scrimmage the whole practice? No. Like, and scrimmage is, is what? It's basically just playing, right? Like, if you have a two-hour soccer practice and you did a scrimmage the last half hour, what that meant was you just play a game with your own team, right? It's, it's just playing. Because at some point you need to apply the skills you have, right? If, if you're great at passing the ball in a drill but you can't do it in a real game, then that's not very useful, so scrimmage is an important part of practice, but you don't just scrimmage for practice, right? Like scrimmage isn't another word for practice. Like let's practice soccer by going to the soccer field and just playing. Like that's a part of it for sure, but it's not all of it, right? You have your different drills, whatever sport it is, you know, passing drills, dribbling drills, shooting drills. Right? It's to specifically address a certain thing. I remember in hockey, you know, we'd have drills even for just different types of shots from different places, right? We'd have one where we'd be one on one with the goalie practicing a breakaway where we're probably going to use a wrist shot. And then we'd have one back from uh, the line where we're just practicing slap shots from a distance, you know, from the right, from the left, from the center, so that we would be used to all of those different types of shots. Right? If we just did a scrimmage, then you're going to avoid your weaknesses, right? So if you're not very good at dribbling, you're going to be quick to pass off the ball. Which is fine in a game, right? In a game, you want to uh, mitigate your weaknesses. Just like in a performance, you'd want to mitigate your weaknesses. You don't, you, you don't want to you know, put yourself in a bad situation when you're going to perform. But practice, the point of practice is not to ignore your weaknesses. It's to work on them. But you're not going to do that if you just scrimmage because you're just in the middle of a game. So you're going to try to minimize your weaknesses, which is why we have drills, right? If you're not good at passing, well, a passing drill, you have no choice but to work on your passing. Whereas you might be a ball hog if all game if you're just doing a scrimmage. Or for me, uh, I had a decent slap shot, but wrist shot is really where that was my thing. Like I was very good at a wrist shot. Um, and you know, so, so I would just always gravitate towards that. So if you just put me in practice all the time, I never would have improved on my slap shot as much because I didn't like them as much. I wasn't as good at them, but 
all the drills is what made me get better at them and made me eventually score lots of goals with a slap shot. So yeah, so practice is really, you have to actively work to improve on your weaknesses, not just continue to utilize your strengths. And I understand that it's easy to fall into that trap too. In fact, the reason I originally wrote this is I remembered like, oh my goodness, I fell into this trap for a good amount of time where I wasn't actively pursuing higher skill. You know, I'd play around on the guitar or whatever, but I wasn't actively pursuing getting better. So recently I've been working on scales, like learn this scale, get better at it, get better at it, practice it while I'm watching a show, practice it whenever I get the chance, practice it while I'm watching my you know Denver Broncos videos online that I watch, all the press conferences, because I'm that much of a nerd about them and that big of a fan, um, and I practice then, right? So... Being intentional about practicing and targeting your weaknesses, target the things you don't know yet, right? And continue to nurture your strengths as well. But target what you don't know. I stopped being on Twitter for like two months because I was so annoyed that I got into a very stupid Twitter argument with somebody who I could tell who's just the type of guy who's like, I'm a songwriter and I don't know music theory. Therefore, I'm fine the way I am and don't tell me to change. I couldn't possibly be any better with music theory. I don't need that, um, which is incredibly arrogant. Um, if you ever think that you're fine and you don't need to improve, like you're arrogant and in my opinion, you're toast. Um, I can get better at li literally everything, even the things that I think I'm really good at. Because there's parts of songwriting and singing and piano and guitar. There's parts of those things that I think I'm really good at. And then there's parts that I think I'm not very good at. And then there's parts that I might even be bad at. Um, like, I think I'm pretty decent at, at coming up with a... Like, my, I'm pretty confident in my lyric writing ability. Pretty confident in a memorable uh, piano hook. And uh, a pretty memorable uh, um, emotional melody. But I'm not so great at like catchy stuff and I'm not so great. You know what I mean? So like, like I know there's things I can improve on. And even those th things that I think I'm good at, I can always make a more emotional, more, better melody. I can always get a, become a much better lyricist, right? Like I'm not so arrogant to think I'm the best lyricist on the planet, right? Like, no, not even close. I just, I just think that overall I'm decently confident in my lyrics, but I can get much, much better at that. So you're toast once you think you don't have weaknesses to target. Um, or in the case of that guy, target what you don't know. Um, his, his whole argument was like, oh, well, some great songwriters didn't know music theory, so it wouldn't help me. He didn't say it wouldn't help me, but he's just trying to argue that like, that means it's fine to not know music theory. Like, well, I mean, some of the greatest players in NFL history didn't really practice that much or that well, but that's because they were such physical freaks they could get away with it. Looking at you, Randy Moss. But if Randy Moss had the right attitude, right now he'd probably be considered the greatest wide receiver ever over Jerry Rice because that dude is a physical freak and absolutely was more physical, physically talented than Jerry Rice. But guess what? He's not considered that. He's considered... Maybe the second best, certainly the best deep threat ever, but he didn't apply himself. He could have been even better. So the idea that because a songwriter was really good, 
and didn't know music theory means music theory wouldn't have helped them be even better is stupid. That's, that's not how that works. So target what you don't know. We, we all d don't know certain things. We all don't know things that we would be very much helped by knowing. So playing's not practicing. Target your weaknesses, target what you don't know, and continue to nurture your strengths. So stop just playing. Go out and practice. And while you're going out and practicing, also go join our Songwriter Theory Mastermind on Facebook. It's an open group. Uh, well, I mean, it's a closed group, but you can add yourself. Um, maybe I have to approve you. I'm not really sure, but spoiler alert, I will. Um, it's just facebook.com slash groups slash songwriter theory mastermind. All one word. Uh, so go ahead and uh, join if you'd like to join in the discussion where we can... You know, we can discuss either latest episodes or we can just discuss anything to do with songwriting and it, hopefully it will turn into a cool group where a bunch of like-minded people can help each other out with their songs and give some feedback, constructive feedback, hopefully, and really just be a good environment for us to all learn from each other. Um, at least that's my hope for the group. And maybe you can go there. And you can let us know what it is that you want to target in your practicing. Thanks for listening to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to jumpstart your songwriting, be sure to download my free guide on 10 proven ways to start writing a song at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Whether you're brand new to songwriting or a seasoned vet, this guide will help you to avoid staring at a blank page wondering where to start. Even if you just want to figure out some different ways to start writing a song, this free guide is for you.